Hey, Hello, Val. Hey, how are you, man? Very good. You? I'm good. I'm good. A little bit uh, overworked, close to being burned out, but hanging on pretty yeah. pretty well overall. Um, I wanted to thank you first for taking over managing the podcast, since uh, I was delaying our uploads for a few weeks. So thank you for that, for taking that out of my hands. Uh, sure. Because I've been so busy with uh, two CRMs I'm building for clients and Blockstatic, and it's just been very hectic overall. So, yeah, thanks, man. Pre I appreciate uh, yeah, that. Yeah. I'm glad. So, yeah, since you had uh, so uh, so many edits uh, to do on the last episode, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully your internet connection will will be up uh, all all time this time. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. So, how have you been? Uh, who goes this week? I forget. I forget too. So you go go ahead because you you, ha go. you have a major thing to announce. Oh. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was crazy weekend. Um, so I uh, changed my pricing and uh, removed my free uh, version on Blockstatic mm -hmm. completely. So we've talked about that. I think in a uh, couple of episodes back, yeah. I might have mentioned it. I can't re really remember, but. I've been mentioning it on Mega Maker, on Twitter, all over, thinking it over and over. One thing I've, I am proud of myself is that with Blockstatic, this is the first time since launch that I have changed the pricing. Uh, with my other apps, I've changed it maybe every month. <laughs> Just was going crazy, testing different variations, and nothing would work. So this has been really good, but uh, the free version was getting really hectic. Uh, Every day there would be a, a user that I would have to either delete or tell them to take down a post. So I became sort of like a content manager and uh, it was taking, it was very frustrating. Uh, so over the weekend, I, um, I changed that and added new pricing also. So the new pricing is $9, it starts at $9 per month. And uh, currently doesn't have any email sending capabilities. And then it goes to 19 where you can send up 2,000 emails, etc. So lo and behold, I got feedback already yeah. with <laughs> some angry clients and some people supporting it. Uh, people supporting this were mostly my friends, <laughs> which is not a surprise. And uh, the few of the complaints that came over, which actually I haven't changed much for previous users, but they were saying, why didn't you tell us before changing these prices? Because we wanted to upgrade, etc." And the truth is that uh, I haven't decided yet what to do with users that have registered up to yesterday. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to pay the new pricing if they want to. Um, upgrade. I haven't announced that publicly or sent an email yet, but I'm trying to figure out. And also, one of the biggest conundrums is uh, the truth is that I I really liked some of the blogs that were on the free plan. Uh, there were some journals type of blogs, very personal uh, people that are not building an audience. They are not looking to sell anything they just have a blog to write. Mm -hmm. And I don't think those users would ever, ever upgrade. 
and removing the free version removes those users, not the ones that are uh, currently on. I'm not shutting it down for them. But anybody like that moving forward will not be able to, to have a free blog. Which made me think, uh, what if I had a super basic limited plan for these types of bloggers and uh, it would have no email sending capabilities, no multiple blogs, uh, just a simple one blog subdomain, uh, somebody like that that wants to use it just for journaling or maybe somebody that's just starting out with blogging, they can use that. And it could be the the existing price that I used to have at 39 euros, uh, dollars per, per year. Right. And then, so then I would have two groups of, of users. I would have the ones that I'm chasing after, which are more of a prosumer group, like the ones that can pay $9, $19, and they maybe want to make money with their blog. Uh, once I include the monetization and, you know, people that have email lists that want to send newsletters. So that's one group, which is very exciting, more profitable, obviously. And then this other group, it would be sort of marketing to two different groups. Um, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm correct in this evaluation. Somebody could be just maybe a prosumer, but they're just starting out. So you could fall on that first group that upgrades to your yearly plan. So I don't know if I should do something like that for everybody moving forward. I have definitely something to do with users that have registered prior to price change. Like I have to give them a chance to upgrade to the previous pricing. I don't want to make them mad. Whoever wanted to upgrade, they didn't know the prices are changing. I want to be fair with them. But the question remains, do I include a new group that is super cheap, yearly plan, somebody that's just starting out, uh, or I just stick with my $9 and $19 while I let the users who have registered before yesterday tell them, hey, you have until like April 30th, like you have a month to decide if you want to upgrade with the old pricing, but only users who have registered before that. And yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to do about that. I, I think I think it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's fair to do that for your existing customers. It's a no question asked uh, from my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, I'm a little bit concerned about this plan that you're talking about. What I what I'm thinking is this new plan. You mean the yeah, this new plan. Limited, so would, mm -hmm. would that cannibalize your nine dollar plan? Yeah, that, exactly. That is tricky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would. One thing I even wrote this actually. I, I was I was trying to decide, and I was writing a little note to myself, just thinking my my thoughts. And one thought that came to mind was, will I confuse the nine dollar and nineteen dollar one? when they're upgrading, like it would be so confusing for them, even though maybe I, like I can lay it out like clearly what each plan includes, like the yearly one won't include any email sending and probably will have like limited page views. And then once you go to the $9 per month, you can start collecting emails. You can maybe send like 200 emails per month. And then as you go up, you can send more and more. So like if I can make that distinction visually maybe, on the pricing page, on the upgrade page, and say, this is for these types of users, super limited, one blog, you can just have like this many page views per month, no emails whatsoever, mm -hmm. and then move them up. Like, if I saw, like my, my writing, my thinking was, if I can solve that, maybe that would make sense, but yes. 
the same thought came to my mind. Like, will I confuse the actual group I'm chasing after, you know? Yeah, not, not only yeah. that, but also what, what you just said. So if you start to distinguish your plan from the number of emails that, that they can send, I, I think it, it puts some, some kind of pressure on, on, on the decision maker. And now they, they have to, because at, at this moment, it's really clear. Your, your plan is $9, you cannot send email. $19, you can send email. Sure. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yeah, you you will have to be to be careful to uh, to introduce, I think the sending email fact in the nine dollar plan if you if you were to 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 go that route. So yeah, it's a it's a tricky. Uh, it is a tricky, tricky one. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I can like I can advertise one plan, the beginner plan, and then no, that wouldn't make sense. And then once they decide to send email, say hey, well you have to upgrade again. You know, that would be weird. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad yeah. about these bloggers who are just blogging just for fun. Um, uh, maybe they're journaling their life and they don't they don't plan to have any AdSense or any monetization. It's just a so simple personal blog, like blogs used to be like 10 years ago. Right. Um, another thing, a couple of other thoughts. Um, this new group that I'm chasing after... I have a long ways to go, I feel, because now I'm competing with Substack and um, mm -hmm. Ghost and MailChimp maybe. And some of the features on the email sending part, especially the reports, like those are not ready yet. So, you know, why would somebody upgrade to those right away now when mm -hmm. those features are not ready unless they really believe in block static they want to support me they like the themes and you know all kinds of stuff like that um plus i'm not doing any major marketings for a lot of volume to come in to know that you know um and also i'm gonna i'm, I'm just putting out everything with this last thought and then we can talk but just another thing i wanted to mention was this so my sort of if this was to be like a full-time thing my sort of base would be 10k per month right mm -hmm. um and if i had my plans if i were selling only in a nine and the 19 dollar plan so let's say a 10 dollar like median 12 dollar median uh that would mean like around 800 700 800 customers if i were to reach my goal that's that's it mm -hmm. if i have like a super low plan that would mean I would need around, let me see, uh, so 120K at 39. These are like just dumb calculations, but just for, for playing. Um, I would need around 3,000 customers of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. It's a tricky, tricky one. I mean, I'm not touching anything right now. So I just want to see how it ha what happens like in the next two, three months where mm -hmm. this where these new pricing lands. Maybe I'll have more thoughts then, but these are some of the numbers. So I have to, you know, I have to think about that as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think, I think you cannot really change too much now because you still, you still need to see what, what will be the impact of that choice already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. But yeah, that's a tricky one because what if now you you start to hear more people saying, "Well, you know, 
that that plan at 39 a year was was really really what we were looking for so mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's it's tough but yeah i i i think i think once you you start adding those missing feature maybe that you that you were talking about uh then you you could be surprised i mean uh how did you check that uh, substack pricing already do they substack takes percentage only oh, they take okay. about 10% so it's really bad for the ones who are really famous right like the more money you make the more you you know pay like if somebody's making half a million mm-hmm. a year like they're paying 50,000 to substack yeah yeah for basically the same features that i have you know sending emails uh substack is super basic by the way uh if you like look at its feature you know okay uh feature all the features that they have so it's very interesting but they have a big brand uh especially among those people who are running these types of newsletters where they're monetizing and stuff and i haven't included the monetization yet like i have to do that mm-hmm. i'm not going to take a percentage by the way Mm-hmm. Uh, the only money that I'll be making is from subscription, like monthly, and the amount of emails that they send. Nice. Um, yeah, I think I think out. it's easier to understand the pricing like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. And the other thought I had, like, you know, what what if my, you know, my bigger chance, which is still a lot of clients that I would need, what if my better chance would be like among these bloggers who don't want to monetize, hmm. and then finding like three thousand to five thousand of them worldwide. <laughs> You know, yeah. and pay like yearly of $39, no free plan. This is one mistake I think I did with the free plan. Like the yearly plan was super cheap and the free plan was very generous. Mm-hmm. And for most of the bloggers, like there was no reason to update, you know, like now. And that what's making me think of that is now that I've changed the pricing, these people writing me They're like, oh, I wanted to upgrade, yeah. you know, but they had no trigger until this trigger, the price change. Right. So maybe if I didn't have the free plan at all, and it was like card up front or maybe 14-day trial, and then you upgrade at 39, which is super cheap. Uh, I mean, card is 19, you know, and they are yeah. there like in millions, but they have a lot of volume, so. Yeah. This is crazy, I mean. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see how much I would need for uh, $19 per year. If I were to make hundred, uh, well, it's uh, probably ten thousand. It's sixty three, sixty three fifteen. So it's about six thousand clients, which yeah, doesn't seem a lot, a, but well, still, uh, it is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> did did the free plan let let them uh, add a custom domain, or it was not part of the deal? Uh I initially it was, and then it wasn't. I took that off. Okay, yeah. But I don't think that was a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I think most people who upgraded, they just liked the brand. Like, they didn't really have to update. Okay. Yeah. They just wanted to be a part of it somehow. That's what I feel, you know. And um, did you add Did you add a Power by Blockstatic on the free plan? On, on all their... of them actually have it right now, even paid ones. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I have to think about that at what point I took it, take it off. Maybe 19 Mm-hmm. At nineteen dollars per month, maybe that goes away. It's a little bit tricky because Blockstatic sends out um, emails, and I could be wrong about this, but from what I understand, is that 
you sort of have to know where you're subscribing to. Right. I have to really, uh, Ghost has it, Substack has it, always they have it. Mm -hmm. So the users are subscribing to your blog, but they're actually subscribing to Blogstatic, sending them emails. Yeah. I have to figure that out, like how that works. I don't, I don't really know much about that. So that's why I didn't take it off, just sort of like the address and all sure. those email rules and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I should just stick to 919 and then the previous users give them like a, like a month to upgrade to 39 if they want to. Mm -hmm. um, and then just leave it at this um, and then see. But I have to do a lot more marketing, to be honest, to grab these prosumers, like better like clients that would pay more yeah because yeah. because that, that's a that's a kind of a major shift in, in the mm -hmm. pricing yeah so. absolutely oh yeah oh yeah so let me see uh yeah so ghost has it uh at nine dollars they start hmm. yeah and they have something with subscriptions not the emails you send but the amount of subscribers you have okay yeah uh, and no multiple blogs which is a little bit different on my end so Okay, so you don't have a maximum number of subscribers. Not really, no. Yeah, I, I can... just went with uh, with a send, but they have to decide how many emails they're gonna send. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if they have like one million and they're paying like nine dollars, like yeah. But if they want to send to that list, they can't. Okay. I mean, do I charge just for them hosting that amount of numbers? This is what everybody else is doing. Mailchimp is like that. Ghost is like that. ConvertKit is like that. And then I guess you can, I don't know how much, how often you can send though. Like MailChimp has a, has a, MailChimp has a limit on the amount of members you have, of subscribers you have, and also the amount of emails you can send within a plan. Yeah. Like you have 1,000 emails subscribed on your account, but also you can send like 20,000 emails or something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm exaggerating, but. They do both, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's what went on. That's, but I'm happy I, I got rid of the free one, honestly. Like, that, it was just pain in the butt. Yeah. You know, it was just, yeah, not not really good for me or for anybody. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. You know, when, when the, the, you know, when daily you, you have to monitor what, what's being uh, yeah. created on your platform, this is, this is not great. I know. And also, like, when somebody that's on the, this is terrible to say, but... It's always been the case, like even previous apps, like if I had introduced like a free account, a uh, free plan, like when free people write with requests, like mm -hmm. I don't really have the, as, as much of respect as I have, or urgency, that's probably a better word, as I have with somebody who's paying, you know? Yeah. And that affects the product because they might have a good feature request and I'm like, oh, maybe that's coming sometime, you know, because I'm not motivated in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not genuine, you know? Yeah, those kind yeah, of feelings. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. And I, w I was tweeting about it, and then Rob, Rob Walling was saying yeah. something that I've, I've, I've thought about a long time ago, is that the free plan works if you're playing the long game. Yeah. Like it, on average, it takes about a year if those users upgrade, if ever. You know, so somebody signs up today, you're like nurturing them for a year. And I don't have that manpower. I don't have that amount of money to like keep going like that. Oh yeah, it's a huge investment yeah, from your part. So, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, the, even as a side project, Blockstatic would make sense for me if it was making, if it was making somewhere like above $1,000, you know? Like, it would mm. be, like, decent. Yeah. But to quit completely everything else, it would it would be have to be crossing like around seven, eight thousand sure. dollars per month MRR, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Something to think about, you know, as I move forward, like trying to decide how successful it is or how's it going or do I keep going or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we'll I'll see. I'll have some answers in, in about a few months. Oh, yeah. That's that's sure. That's yeah. a, that's an experiment, I guess. And you will sure. See. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So yeah, how's it going with you, man? What have you been up to? Uh lots of things. Uh All right. Yeah, but uh yeah, I did not really worked on uh on the SaaS per se. So I worked on my open source project actually. So that was where my enthusiasm was was, you know, lately. And uh uh it's funny because I uh I talked with another Mega Maker uh member uh i think it was last week and we were babbling about you know what what we have done so far in terms of, of the, the, the sas uh result when when i look back behind me started started in 2008 and you know it's not that i'm regretting anything or or whatnot but i mean wow this uh this is I need to really think about where where I should be going next because uh, I cannot continue to do what I what I did so far, which was building something, trying to do trying to do the best thing I can, and I, I had some successes. That that's not a problem, or but um, even though I mean, yeah, I, I'm in a sort of a crisis. <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. call that the the 50 crisis or whatever but uh but it, yeah it it was really uh it was really nice to talk with someone else that that was also you know on the same page as me and we realized that oh yeah you know we are not alone in, in that uh and and I I think there is more people than than what we think because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At, at the surface we always see like the 1 or 2% really like fairy tale yeah. story that pops but under you know there there is so many more uh people that that are just silent and uh mm -hmm. and yeah this is uh this is interesting so yeah i've been i've been putting a lot of effort on my open source project and it uh it was great so i've been reached out by a new york city venture capital, capital uh, company, they, mm -hmm. a huge thing. So I talked with them and uh, obviously they, uh, they, they thought I was a little bit further. But just the fact that they, they reached out to me, uh, I think it was, it was good. So mm -hmm. basically, they, I, I, I suppose that they have some kind of automatic alerts when a GitHub project is, is getting some traction and whatnot. So, so that happened. And uh, yeah, so they 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 told me like, well, okay, if you if you reach that thing, then yeah, we will be we will be more than happy to uh, you know to accompany you with with your, uh, your series A and whatnot. So okay. and I and I replied to that, well, yeah, I understand that, but this is now that I have a problem. So this is now that I I would need to to be full time 
on this and try to grow the community and try to try to reach. The <laughs> so they were ready to invest. Like that's what they were interested in. No, no, no. They, 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 they would, they would be if I, if I reach mm -hmm. X, Y, Z. I mean, the, they, uh, they, they thought, they thought I, I, I was a little bit further than what I was, and. Uh, But yeah, my my point is was it's it's easy to to say I will I will I will accompany you with with your series A if you to reach uh, that milestone. But um, yeah, how how can how can you do that <laughs> with with a full time uh, consulting mm. and and kids and whatnot? I mean, it's uh it's it's strange. Um, Would you be interested to take a investment if you, if you were like further uh, further? You know, yeah, the, the well, yeah, maybe because this this is the kind of product that I would not be really able to do anything else other than taking funding and reaching a huge amount of developers before thinking of making money. So, um, so I, I take Superbase for example that mm -hmm. that secured a 30 million last year, uh, and I've been. I've been really pesky uh, lately on on Twitter because I'm replying to almost everyone that makes sense mm -hmm. that they are complaining that they are missing X and Y and Z. And I say, well, you know, I started my project, in fact, a couple of months before them. And uh, I'm, I'm all, you know, the product is, is way, way uh, further than them. So it's, do, it's doing way more, uh, way more thing for developers. So I... I'm kind of uh, having something to help web developers building applications. So the you know those are common building blocks: authentication, database, file storage, uh, serverless function. You know, scheduled task. You know, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's fun. I, I'm having some fun at the moment. So this mm -hmm. is this is mostly uh, this is mostly what I, what I've done. Um, I'm trying to take things very slowly now because like I was saying I I would like to I would like to make sure that my next my next try is is something that I'm really passionate about mm -hmm. so to, to yeah to me it boils down to passion now and, and, and enthusiasm because um, yeah I I cannot cannot just do continue to do what I, what I've done so far I think, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a tricky one. And also, yeah, also I, w I will, uh, I will, I will push a little bit further the consulting company. So my wife is uh, joining me in in that venture. So we will, uh, we will probably try to grab more contracts, try mm -hmm. to hire maybe one or two developers. So I, I will, I will try to build that 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 side of the of the business, which. To me, feels a little bit more realistic than having a SaaS. That mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, that feeds my my family, for example. True, true, true. No, I know yeah. what you mean. And what about your job? Like, is would you be able to do the consulting and having your job? Well, I'm doing consulting. I don't have a job, so I. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm. Yes, it's just that I, I'm. A, I'm. A, I got you. I'm there full time, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, this is. Uh, This is something That's that will. That's how I work that, too. Yeah. I yeah. This thing. This thing will end in in August, uh, and mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm prepare. I'm preparing to, uh, to uh, you know, I'm preparing for that, and uh, yeah, I think uh, 
And my, you know, my thinking at this moment is that, you know, if, if we were able to build a small developer uh, team, uh, let's say three or four, I already have one developer working for me doing contracts. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe that would be a good, a good time in between contracts to work on a SaaS, you know, multiple people at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I, I think I think I'm kind of tired of of trying that alone, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I, I will take a small pause because, uh, well, at the end of the day, my open source project is still a SaaS because there is a you know there is some pricing and people uh, can can take. Uh, hosting if they want and whatnot but uh, but yeah i'm uh, i'm working on that at the moment and i i have i have a lot of fun to be to be frank mm -hmm. uh there's no pressure there's there's this thing does not need to make money this this thing is just for me when i built it in 2019 i i said to my wife what can i build if i would i was not waiting for that to, to make money you know mm -hmm. what what would make me really happy and and that was it yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm t I'm taking a small a small pause, in fact. Nice, nice. So uh, I guess your SaaS is on the pause too, like right now. It goes with with sort of this decision. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Cool, Every, cool. Everything everything is on the pause. I'm uh, I'm thinking about doing that. So what what I what I will do? So since we since we are doubling down on on consulting. Mm -hmm. One thing that we will that we will need is this shared inbox across the team. So that will be something that I will build in in Parle actually. Mm -hmm. And uh and but for now I will it it will just be for our internal team. Mm -hmm. So I will I will build it for us. Okay. You know very very slow and piece by piece. Mm -hmm. And if it if it works great, well first of all I I will be able to offer that to the consulting client because most of my client uh you know when they hire me they make me build a software service in fact or some kind of web application with web customers that they would they would need a customer communication platform like like an intercom for example so they, this is this is this is the game plan at the mm -hmm. moment so we will we will build that for us and if our consulting client wants to join and 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 use it then yes that that will be the the first paying customers but uh but yeah i'm not i'm not rushing anything and i'm not uh yeah i don't i don't make promises at this moment that that's the point no that's true that's true no i mean yeah. i i completely understand like what you're saying you know because just thinking of all the people who i follow the people that are in our mutual network like not many of us have successful SaaS apps that are fully working on it, feeding their families, having a great life. The number is very small, to be honest, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people who are past 1K, 2K, but they're also doing either other products or working consulting like us. And the SaaS thing for me is a lucky break. Uh, yes, we can do, I think, everything that we know, that we've learned and work at it and grow and do all the channels, try all of them. But at the end of the day, like the market has to want your product. Yeah. You know? 
And if we can't find that, then, you know, tough luck. It's, it's very brutal. Uh, and I think it's, it's much better to understand that, you know? Oh, sure. And yeah, like I, I really, I mean, I, I think I know two people on top of my head that are living from their SaaS, like sort of from my immediate network. Uh, yeah, this you know, is... making really good money with it. But the rest, I can't really think of. I, I'm sure there are, but I have to really yeah. think about them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So it's it's. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of tired a little bit. So I'm uh-huh, I'm fatigue uh-huh. of building SaaS yeah. and not having a decent return on my time investment and money uh-huh. investment. So, so yeah, I'm just I'm just taking a small pause, but. Uh, but not you know not not from being public about building something and and things like that. So I think yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I think I think I will I will have uh, something uh, something to say in in this podcast still. But, oh, but no yeah, worries. it's uh, it, it was an eye opener to to talk with uh, with this Mega Maker member as well. So we were we were kind oh, of sort of like one on one, huh? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We oh, okay. uh, we we discussed like I think it was like last Friday. Uh, oh, I it's, see. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's a Canadian as well. He's French. Uh, we are, we li- we both live in in Quebec. Uh, okay. So uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was really uh, really interesting because I I never really was totally frank with someone like that. So and mm-hmm. and and I said I said a couple of things that that really made me realize and uh, and and that sentence that I, I said earlier when I look back at what I did in all the time that I invested into that. Hmm. Yes, I'm. I'm not sure. I, I cannot do that for another ten years like that, w- without without something. And it it seems to be harder than it was, to be frank. Yeah, the it's more the market is more saturated. Everyone is building a SaaS these days. Everything, yeah. It's it's different. It's hard. I, I was mm-hmm. not good ten years ago at marketing, but now I'm I'm just so so to me it. it it will it will probably need to pass uh by having a a marketing partner so there there's mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. i i need to be i need to re, i need to be you know realistic about my skills and and whatnot and what i like to do as well so so yeah i think if if i'm to have a successful saas i need to have a partner that will do yeah. marketing yeah yeah that would be much helpful. It reminds me when Justin started his transistor and how much they were struggling those initial few months. Yeah. Even though it didn't take them that long to have success with transistor, but I remember those initial months and some of their podcast episodes. Like, I, you know, I, I I'm paraphrasing a lot of it, but they weren't very like energetic, like how things were going. And then, you know, uh, one I guess you know once they found their channel and started growing that felt all different but that's that's where most of us are you know like it's it's tough like i've made with peace how tough it is and i you know that's why i have my consulting gig so i can you know keep going with projects and i thankfully i get paid very good for it and you know just try the sas thing you know until something hits yeah um and if it doesn't like that's totally fine like if it doesn't ever like that sucks to say, but if it does, like I'll be, I'll be okay. Like it's not like before. Like I used to feel like, oh my god, what if this doesn't happen? Like what do I do next? 
I gave that up. Like I don't really care. Like if it happens, like it, I would I would treat it as a bonus. Uh, if it doesn't, like I'm I'm fine doing like what I'm doing. Like I I'm doing pretty good. Even though I can't lie, having a, a SaaS, working on one single product that is growing, like that must be crazy awesome. You know, like <laughs> just thinking about like like you know hearing some people like growing like 10 15 percent month to month yeah a small staff not having to grow that fast and money just rolling in like that is crazy like that is awesome you know i I wish that happens to me and to you you know (laughs) that would be great (laughs) but when you think about that what is the difference between a small consulting company even you know i understand that the SaaS you can stop everything and you will still have yeah, recurring revenue, but mm-hmm. I, yes, it's it money wise. To, yeah, yeah, money wise. Yeah, money wise, and and also the small team uh, aspect. It's 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 hard. That that's why that's why I'm working on my open source project at the. Are moment you saying it's 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 the same? I, I'm not sure. I I got it. Well, I'm 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 wondering what are we chasing actually? What Mm-hmm. Why, why, why a SaaS exactly? Why this business model exactly compared to consulting full-time and, and accept that, okay, I will, not, I will not sell software. I will sell my time or you know, my team's time. And that's, that's the revenue that, that we will be building on. Yeah, no, true. I mean, from like month to month is like not that different. I think... For me, like where it would where it proved to be different is when I sold my my other product and like yeah. with consulting, like I can't sell it. Like yeah. even if I have three people, like what do I sell? Like do we do they hire us? You know, that's the only difference. Like as with SaaS, you like we're building equity too. Sure. Even if you get like one thousand free accounts, that will still be sold for something. You know, whereas client is like what do you sell like contracts like you have maybe long-term contracts yeah and then sometimes there is recurring though with sometimes yeah sometimes it is and then you know like i guess clients you have in SaaS too but like consulting clients can be a little bit pesky because they're paying and they want certain things and you can't really say no and with SaaS you actually can because the price is not that high and you can't you're not building custom for anybody you know I think those sure. things are, are better. But you know? yeah. when, you, when you think about that, you know, energy-wise, investment-wise. Yes, yes. I no, mean, sure. why are we <laughs> doing that? So that? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. I'm, I I'm a little, little bit down these days. So that I'm, no, I, I agree don't, with I don't, that. don't want to discourage anyone. But yeah, when I, <laughs> when I look back at, at what I did so far, and if I, if I had worked all those, those hours on consulting, wow. I, I would I would be in a total totally different financial uh, situation. Oh today. man, like <laughs> yeah, I so agree. Like yeah, yeah. Um, it is true. It is true. Like the amount of my, uh, energy that it takes to build something like a SaaS, you know, even if you're doing it on the side. Um, yeah, man, I hear you. I really have nothing more to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I think I think the 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 day of trying to to build something with it without a really, you know, a, a major proof that you will be able to sell it. I think, well, to me at least, th- this is this is an end. 
I cannot yeah. do that anymore. So that's why that's why I, I'm not building anything at the moment, and I I will wait. I will wait, and if if something comes to me, uh, you know, even even by a form of someone uh, would like to partner that that do have a validated idea, I I, w- I would be stoked to build to build a SaaS <laughs> and try to grow a company, but. I realized that it's probably not for me alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm I would be better to use my time and and cash the money while while I can while I'm still young ish, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one thing about working alone, the lows are super low. Right. And the highs are okay. You know, because people like they talk a lot about like the highs are too high and the lows are too low. Like actually highs are okay. Yeah. When you're working alone, like you get clients, you know, they're great. Everything is great and you're feeling okay. But the lows, like they're terrible. They're horrible. Like, you know, because you're experiencing them by yourself. And if you have, um, if you have a partner to share that burden with, like that's, or like just talk about, like if me and you were co-founders and something didn't go well, like we probably make, you know, jokes about it or ourselves or whatever. And then you get over it. But to the other thing where you said, I, I don't think I'll do this again by myself. Alone. Like, alone, yeah? Yeah. Like, for my next step, if I were, if like Blockstatic doesn't end up being like a success, or maybe it's just like so-so success and I'm deciding to work on something else, like, I think what I would do with my next idea, like, I would try to follow some of the you know, validation strategies that people talk about and like mm-hmm. really dig into a market or interview people or just talk to people, maybe not so structured in a way, but I wouldn't start building something until like I see things moving a certain way. Like really, yeah. that would be my next sort of step. Like if if I were to say, okay, Blockstatic, this is as far as you can go. I want a new idea. Like I think I would do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just build it like no, no, done no. up yeah. to now, you know. So it, it yeah. took ten years to learn that. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but we learned it, so <laughs> it's the most important bit. Ouch. <laughs> no, you know what? Like I think I think a lot of people get lucky. Um, even some of the, our friends who are successful with their apps, they didn't really do the steps that I'm talking about. Mm. Um, they sort of got together, one of their co-founders somebody had a way in into the industry right they had maybe friends an audience already you know like it, it goes a lot with that like yeah yeah when it comes down to it not a lot of people do the the steps everybody's talking about that's that's sort of my take you know because everybody likes to say oh validate do customer interviews and like people don't really do them that much you know maybe yeah. somebody who's really not technical and maybe looking for a technical co-founder etc but the rest of us who are builders like who can code stuff up like we do it over the weekend and then like (laughs) get stuck with it for the next two years yeah yeah sure (laughs) so anyway yeah cool yeah cool 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 all right man yeah we stop here i guess yeah i think uh, i think that that's good and let's not talk about what we're gonna do next week because we never do (laughs) (laughs) exactly all right yeah have a great one you too man talk to you soon All right. Bye. Bye.